0: Well, let's get out.
1: How's it going? eh? It's going pretty good. I can compress that in,
0: too, so it seems like it just instantly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, no, no, right don't happened. do that. <laughs> no, but then it would destroy, like, uh, the the illusion of uh, spontaneous conversation. Yeah, it's yes, the
1: organic. Nature would be <laughs> mm-hmm. artificially
0: destroyed. Yeah. Why else do our five people oh, listen to the show every week? The show called It's Just Called Two Brothers. We're the brothers. I am mm-hmm. Will. I am James. Okay,
1: then. What's going on? Well, I was reading an article about Frank Oz. It was not just about him, but uh, it was an interview okay. with him as well. The author went back and forth between comments and uh, questions and so forth.
0: Was there? A, what's the occasion for the? You know, I don't overview no. or whatever. I'm not, not sure.
1: Huh. I don't recall that there was a, a a particular occasion.
0: Really?
1: Yeah, she just interviewed somebody who hmm. was um, a big part of her childhood. Mm, um, right. I can't remember her first name. Freeman is her last name, but. Hmm. But it was it was good. They talked a lot about the the Muppets and characters that he uh, voice acted, mm-hmm. as well as appearances. He said he was John Landis's go to, whenever whenever Landis needed a prick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it <would> get him. <laughs> you're not wrong. It was, um, the uh, the the cop in Blues Brothers yep, didn't landis this that, uh, tr- and in Trading Places. Trading Places, right? God, that was what it was. It was a cop in Trading Places. Well, I think it was both. I think it was Blues yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Well, he was, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's like, "I need you to be a, I need you to be a desk sergeant again, please." <laughs>
1: <laughs> he says, Laddis texted him a picture of Frank Oz holding the used condom mm-hmm. uh, just recently." So, huh. <laughs> so it's still. He says, "Yeah, it's funny how things stick around." Mm-hmm.
0: He says, "Okay, so he says one unused prophylactic, and then he says." one soiled (laughs) that's what it was
2: when i used
0: one soiled (laughs) all right anyway so, what was the gist of it? What did you learn? Uh,
1: well, I learned that he was almost as uh, into the, the soul of the Muppets and mm. the characters that they that he and Jim Henson built mm. as Jim Henson himself. I would say that's true. But he, the interviewer asked if, she, if Frank thought that he was the sort of McCartney to Jim Henson's Lennon uh, mm. when Jim Henson passed away and now Frank Oz is left to carry on the legacy. Mm. And he said, no, because Jim Henson hired him. Yeah. He, he was an underling of, of sorts. Yeah. That was, that's how he saw it.
0: Well, he was following Jim's lead. That's really what yeah. it was. I think yeah. because Jim had endless vision. Right. Just, like, of course you would, <laughs> of course you would follow Jim's lead because if you wanted to work with him at all, you would, you would just have to defer to that over, sure. that overflowing, Fount of inspiration, right?
1: Yeah. And he said both of his parents were puppeteers. His father Mm -hmm. carved puppets and his mother. This is Frank Oz. Yes, yes. No. His mother made the costumes from their European roots. And then he went into it when he was uh, a young lad (laughs) and uh, just sort of did puppeteering, almost like busking uh, in San Francisco. But then he got tired of it. He he decided it was he didn't want to be known as a puppeteer. So yeah. he went He went to college for journalism and he was about six months in when Jim Henson called him up and said, hey, I saw you a couple of years back and I need, I want you to come work with me mm. on a project Yeah, for TV. So Yeah, that's exactly
0: what he did for the other key essential people too. Like the, the mm. same approach. Like, hey, I remember, you know, seeing your thing or watching you do this or blah, 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 or meeting you and I'm doing mm. this thing with children's television workshop and I, you know, I need your help.
1: So he said, so back to the, the more recent past, he said about, uh,
0: well, Disney tried to buy
1: the Muppets and Sesame Street characters yeah. rights to both and Jim Henson, before Jim Henson died and he, Jim Henson fought that for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And then he eventually, I guess, allowed, uh, Disney to buy the Muppets,
0: yeah, but not Sesame Street. Well, specifically not the Muppets on Sesame, from Sesame Street. yeah, Yeah. Because he right. didn't fully own it himself like he doesn't sure yeah, yeah. children's television workshop is still in charge
1: mm-hmm. exactly yeah but not the characters right so yeah that was the line in the sand sure yeah <laughs> line <in the> sand. <laughs> that he wouldn't cross so um he said since disney took over the the muppets they haven't been interested in frank oz's help at all and he said uh, sesame street they haven't called me in like 10 years <laughs> so he said they've all they've kind of lost their soul kind of disappointed
0: yeah. The characters I, these days. Well, they are, they went, in my opinion, when I've seen it recently, they went hard into the pure education of it. Mm-hmm. And I think lost some of the roundness that they used to have because they, they were always interested in education, but they had, um, a, a crazy <laughs> side to it. Uh, mm-hmm. an adult yeah. humor element that crept in now and then it was, it was similar to uh, some other shows that we've always liked, like Bullwinkle mm-hmm. where there were layered jokes. You could enjoy it yes. just as a gag, but also there was this, this wink and nod to another level of humor. They had, that. Sure. they had a lot. Well, be, partially because I think it was improv a lot of times. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. So just their natural personal humor would, would come through. Mm-hmm. Frank is always, um, struck me as a prickly person.
1: He said he had a lot of insecurities when he was younger, and um, he's he he spent a lot of time with his shrink working a lot of that stuff out. <laughs> yeah. So he's much calmer now. Sure, calm, <laughs> much more relaxed, calm. But, he, but still grumpy. He did specific. He did specifically <laughs> say uh, Jim Henson was the the calm one, but also always not just willing, but able yeah. to talk to anybody about anything. Yeah, and um, he was kind of the guy that never slept and. Frank was the worker bee, Mm. you know, he said, Jim would, he said, just tell me what to do and he would go do it. So a very interesting article
0: to be sure. Well, uh, we'll link it in the show notes.
1: All right, sure. (laughs) What's new on your side?
0: I've been going through the remaining boxes that have to be unpacked and we just got another set of shelves up. So uh, I have been going through stuff that my personal books. I think will pretty much all go up because I've gone through them and culled what I am able to call psychically, psychologically mm-hmm. able to let go of. Oh, good. I'm glad you qualified that. <laughs> and then for for the inherited books, for mom's books, I'm trying to go through them and see what is sacred to me, what what interests me, and then finally what I am unsure of. Mm-hmm. So most of that I'm trying to see if I can divest. Uh, yep. I will, I'm offering all of most of that to you first to see mm-hmm. if you're interested in any of it, the stuff that, uh, either I, and it's not that I'm handing you my cast offs, but huh. there are also a bunch of things that I think you would be interested in or, uh, Megan or the girls potentially would be interested in at some mm-hmm. point right. to go through regardless of my interest. Mm-hmm. So that's the process. <laughs> that's happening at the moment is very strange. Unlike most of the other times I've unpacked mom's books, I have found myself going through them more. So I'll start paging through and reading passages to see what I think about. Like for the first time, (laughs) does this book interest me? As if I Uh picked it up in a shop. Uh So that's been enlightening in several ways because I've surprised myself in what I've kept and what I have let go. So I saved everything that she wrote in, even slightly, even even just a couple of times, because I didn't mm-hmm. have time in the moment to right. really look through it. Yeah, of course. And some of it is just a couple of phrases that say true or <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> the, or right next to a, a line that she liked, but uh, there's sometimes some marginalia that is extremely insightful. So I, uh, I didn't want to keep all that to myself. I want I want to I want you to share that as well, uh, as much nice. as I can find.
1: So I stumbled across a textbook and mm, I guess you call it a workbook mm. from Latin grammar class that she took at PCC. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, mom, why did you save this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I I let that go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sure, go. like hauling around ten pounds of <laughs> of Latin grammar books. Right,
0: but there are a couple of things like the date book that she wrote in for nineteen eighty four. That is really wild to go through. I, I just mm, I cannot I wait to hand that over because I, I haven't gone through the whole thing, but. Uh mm-hmm. it's just there's too much really <laughs> to yeah. carefully examine. I think I uh I just wanna get a sense of what it is and put it aside for soon to be some there's some synonym for that. That I, I don't want to just stick it on a shelf and forget about it. I mm-hmm. want to have it in a place where I can go through within the next year, I would hope. Yeah. All the stuff that I've haven't gone through.
1: Just gotta do and I struggle making myself do this as well, mm. a little bit, either every day or mm. every, you know, assigned period, right? I have about, uh, 1 million photographs to go through <laughs> yes. and, um, and decide if I want to keep or sure not as well. And yeah, it's like, uh, this, the task is daunting, mm. but okay. What if I just take one pack of photos and go through that, <laughs> uh, you know, not only don't feel like I need to do more, don't allow myself to do yeah. more. Right. Well, Take it. Okay, I got one done. And now I'm going to move on to other right. things, and then I'll come back to that another pack. Some other. It's time. really
0: <laughs> weird seeing some of that stuff come up uh, from the 80s. Uh, there was a photo, mm-hmm. and I was showing Harrison. And he said, "Who's that?" And I was just going through everybody. I said, "Well, that's Steve, the, my mm-hmm. stepbrother." And then, "Oh, well, that's Kyle. Uh, that's Pat. Mm-hmm. That's Anthony." <laughs> <I was laughs> like, wow. Who's that? That's, that's James. (laughs) I was like, wow, he's really skinny. Yes, he is. (laughs) You really lost a lot of hair. (laughs) I am aware. (laughs) Uh. No, no, it's, it's you, you are positively thin in this photo. It's uh, from Mm. when you were a sophomore, probably, probably Mm. a sophomore in high school.
1: Yeah. I was doing a lot of PE. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And we were running around outside still. More than not. Yeah. Um, it was. Hey, speaking
1: of Pat, by the okay. way, I happened to, to just uh, stumble upon his. Uh, I don't know if you knew. He always wanted to go into the army. I did not. You talked about that quite a okay. lot. when. Uh, I'm sure I heard it, he but I don't remember. I, and I'm pretty sure he said he wanted to be a ranger. Oh, wait, that rings a bell. Mm. I stumbled on his uh, Facebook page <laughs> okay. uh, the other day, and he just this past year retired from the army. Wow. After all this time he's been in um for so i don't know thirty years, wow, and he's got his ranger badge on and <laughs> and all he was like um chief master sergeant,
0: yeah, wow. so
1: pretty well decorated, had a lot of lot of ribbons, yeah, so
0: I'm always amazed to see people that I know in some way who have l- basically lived their dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's really cool. Or at yeah. least it was the thing that they thought they wanted to do and ended up being the thing that they did. Yeah. For for 30 or 40 years. Let's do your music share. All right. This... I can't believe I haven't shared him in all this time. <laughs> uh, one of my musical heroes, Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. Whom I've met in person. <laughs> sort of. Indeed. Well, he's extremely shy. <laughs> we just... Uh, sort of smiled and nodded and he acknowledged that I acknowledged I knew who he was. <laughs> that yeah. was as far as it went. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was, uh, but I think that's all he wanted really at the time. He, uh, it's, it,
1: it's prescient that you would share his music because just two days ago I saw the episode of Hiking with Kevin, with, uh, you know, Kevin Nealon's mm. uh, YouTube channel. Right. Where, where he hiked with Weird Al. Mm-hmm. So that was a good episode.
0: I think you were telling me about it. Uh, I need to go look that up because I do. I, I very much enjoy him and everything he makes. Uh, I mm-hmm. think he's endlessly inventive of a very good musician. Yes. Uh, and a talented arranger, even more so. That's a, For sure. That's a, an, an overlooked skill of his, I think, mm-hmm. um, from the very be- <laughs> from the very beginning. Uh, mm-hmm. He's, he's been able to do, he's another one, right? Doing, doing what he wants to do. Yeah. But this particular song somehow popped into my mind recently. And I started, I think I actually, I started listening to the first album I ever had of his, which was at Weird Allen 3D, mm. his sophomore thing. All right. And then I just went on to the third album, which is Dare to be Stupid, Right, And this is the title track from it. And it is, as has been described by, oh, I can't remember if it's Mark or Jerry. One of the two of them, I believe, described it as the best song Devo never wrote. (laughs) Uh, But Mark is uh, very salty about how good this imitates the Devo sound, even though it's not a cover. It's not a parody of any Devo song but it's mm-hmm. uh, what Weird Al calls a style parody right. so it's got the flavor of Devo but not actually one of their songs it just could have been <laughs> and uh, it, is, it is deliciously silly but the, uh, the, the instrumentation and arrangement is genius it's, just, it's so, so good the, the keyboard sounds and the, the way the song evolves and moves is, is just right
2: she then forget the-
0: makes me laugh. That's a... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> with the silliness. Sorry. And the video also, I, I was telling you, that when I say the video is uh, the most glorious icing on an already satisfying cake <laughs> that yeah. you could easily enjoy playing. But here's this video that that really adds a new thing to it. Uh, he could have lots of fun
1: being himself in those as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, or being mm-hmm. his persona. Right, right. Working
1: Ultra his... ego? Right. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. Being
0: weird, really, yeah. being being yeah. Uh, expressively weird. Yeah, even
1: though he's uh, you know an extra shy private person, mm-hmm. right? Publicly, his public persona, he can go all out. Yeah, with
0: which is the case with a lot of shy people. If they have a persona they can project with, it's it's easy to slip into that, and then they don't. They're not themselves. They're this. This other person, mm. he's he's Weird Al. He's not uh, Alfred. <laughs> I can't remember. If that's his actual name, but yeah, I think it is. Yeah, Alfred.
1: I always forget that we share a birthday.
0: Oh yeah, it's me too. Wait, what? That I fer- Oh, you mean you two forget. forget? Yeah. Not that you share a birthday. No, no, I forget. <laughs> that's how weird he is. He has two birthdays. Yeah. And they happen to be ours. <laughs> <laughs> If you'd like to
1: get weird and send us an email, you can send it to bros at it'sjustcalledtwobrothers.com.
0: As weird as you like to make it is fine. Even better, if you want to tweet something weird, mm-hmm. get through all of this dross of toxicity, you can tweet at us at IJC2B. You have not lost your perspicacity. <laughs> not tonight, anyway. We'll see what happens tomorrow.
1: <laughs> when? When... I've been watching a bunch of... I can be Kevin.
2: You can be a coffee achiever. You can sit around the house and watch and leave it. The fever of future's after you.